Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to you wherever you are. It's Osha, and I'm back with another episode of Something About Sunday. Today is Sunday, April 14th, 2019. We are in the fourth month of 2019. Literally, so much has happened since the new year. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't take a moment to have words, share words, or expression um, about a great loss that the community of Los Angeles um, the community, the culture, um, with the passing of Nipsey Hussle. Um, this isn't something that I even plan to talk about, but as I, when I start these things out, I, I check in with you guys to, to let you know what's been going on with me and, um, open the floodgates to find out what's been going on with you and, um, I live in South Los Angeles. I live in Lamar Park. The Marathon store is not even 10 minutes from my house. Um, I am in the community. I am two blocks from Crenshaw Boulevard. And um, the feel of the city um, from that Sunday when the event took place to now this Sunday following... Um, his funeral services and everything. It has just been, it's been a lot. It has been a lot. Um, I'm so proud um, to be able to claim Nipsey Hussle, to be able to claim being from Los Angeles. I'm so proud of black people for the way that um, the community has done everything Um, in the opposite fashion of what law enforcement predicted. I'm just... It's it's a... It's an oxymoronic space to be in where um, something so tragic and so awful has happened um, and how this man's legacy and death has... Proceeded. I think anything he would have ever done living, but rest in power, rest in comfort, and knowing that you left this place better than you know you started. And um, the marathon continues. So, what else has been going on? Um, I was in a car accident back in February. I am still in physical therapy working on that. Um, I started with a new physical therapy group about two weeks ago who has been tremendous in my recovery. Um, I am almost pain-free, which is something I was greatly concerned about, being someone who's never had any injuries, who's never had any surgeries 
um, sort of be in discomfort outside of like menstrual cramps. Um, that was unusual for me. And so I'm working with a therapist two to three times a week um, to get my body back. And so that's been really nice after each session, feeling better, feeling stronger, feeling normal. In addition to that, with the accident, with the discomfort and pain and issues with my back, I became extremely sedentary. And with that, I have gained weight. But I'm sexy, though, so it's cool. (laughs) But I'm over it. And I'm just so incredibly blessed with my friend circle that I have a friend who is creating a wellness, um, fitness brand who has taken me on as a client starting Tuesday. Um, So I'm about to act up. Okay, I'm about to I'm about to act up. I saw this uh, post on Instagram. Um, this is that time of year where girls start. Uh, what he said? What did Drake say? Started wearing less and going out more. I'm gonna start wearing less for sure. The going out more part. Um, if you can hear, if you know me, you know that I am exhausted right now. <laughs> I am. I'm so sleepy and tired and lethargic, um, but so full of joy because life is so goddamn good right now. Um, And I get a little carried away when things feel real good and I want to stop and I don't stop as a result of that. So I'll be tired. I'll be tired. Um, But it's Sunday. And I've had a lot of things on my heart and a lot that I've been wanting to share. And so I was like, get your ass up and get up out that bed um, and get to work before you go out and play a little bit today. So here I am. Here I am. So today I wanted to share with you all um, my Reiki experience. So back in March... Uh, the end of March, March 27th, actually, Wednesday evening, I had an appointment with Nicole. Um, you guys will hear from Nicole very soon. Um, there will be a part two to this ep- episode where Nicole will be on the podcast. I've met Nicole where else but Instagram. Um, Nicole actually knows a friend of mine who lives out in Chicago, who's Nicole is from Chicago, and she has brought her goodness to Los Angeles to heal. And I'm so fortunate to have been able to cross paths with her and connect with her online and offline and just doing work with her. She's doing some wonderful and amazing things here in Los Angeles. She's a Reiki practitioner. She is um, an educator um, doing a lot of work that I've never seen with children here in Los Angeles. Um, she's a world traveler. She is a goddess. Um, she's a Gemini, very special people, but she's a different kind of Gemini. Like I appreciate, um, her genius. I appreciate, um, her presence. Um, she is wonderful. And so her and I connected, um, I want to say it was after my accident, um, and we'd done a hike, and 
you know, kind of been chit-chatting and stuff. And she said that she wanted to do a session for me. So I had done a Reiki experience before, I want to say within the last two years. And it was at a float studio, uh, one of those sensory deprivation float studios. There's one in particular that I frequent. And this one happens to offer lots of like free workshops and things of that nature. So whenever my calendar permits, I go check it out. If it's interesting to me, if I don't have much knowledge on it, I'll go and check it out. Um, generally, I'm around energy work and healing and things like that. Spirit will tell me to go or not to go. And so with the Reiki session, they were doing like a meditation for either like a new moon or a full moon. And I was here for that. So I went for that. And then Reiki was a part of it. And I, I did that thing. Like I laid down. And the person who was um, facilitating the space was a person of color. She um, had me lay down on my back. Um, a pendulum was involved. I felt some heat over my body um, at the end of it. I felt all right, but I didn't really like do my due diligence to find out what all I was supposed to experience. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'm calm. Like, it's chill, whatever, right? And since then, I have been much more intentional about practices in general. Meditation was something back then that I could not wrap my mind around because I felt that I couldn't quiet my mind. Um, And then through my own practices and my own research and all of that, I learned that it's not really about quieting the mind. And so I've come, I say all that to say that I've come a long way. Um, So when I met Nicole and found out that she was doing Reiki and um, her energy, and I remember telling her the first time we hiked together, there's something about your energy that feels really familiar and really good, really good because you meet, we interact with tons of people. I do. Um, with the field of work that I'm in and the type of person that I am. I meet a lot of people and I meet a lot of spirits and um, some of them feel really good and some of them are very scary. And so for her, for me to meet her, I feel like I had had known her um, and that it was a good feeling was very nice. And so when she offered the session, I was here for it. I was like, yeah, you know. So the session took place at my house. Um... And I'd had a a really long day at work, um, but I got home at a reasonable hour, um, was able to change into something comfortable. And she came in and, you know, lit her Palo Santo, did her prayers, had me lie down and we got going. And um, so I'm just going to share with you bit by bit what my experience is, what my experience was like. Um... And also anything that I share on this podcast, I am endorsing. Um, I endorse Nicole. Anything that she does, will do. Um, I She has my full support. Um, she's going to Ghana in July to teach. Um, and when I saw that, I'm like, where where's my wallet? Um, and you just meet people who are beams, and she is one. So anyway... My experience with Reiki, I um, I laid down. I was on my bed. I laid down on my bed. Um, in Reiki, there is some touching. I appreciated that she asked for consent to touch me. Um, and um, so she touched in spaces where your chakras are. 
Um, I'm still learning about all of the chakras and where they are. Some of them are gibbons for me, so I know about the third eye and the throat and sacral and all of that, or sacral. You know, it's Reynolds motto. Um, and so I'm not going to act like I'm well-versed. And that's another reason why I wanted to share my perspective, because generally when I have experiences, it's a new one. And I don't um, proclaim to be like a professional, but just to share so that if you are interested, um, to create context around it for you and also to encourage you to try something, but also um, doing things that feel good. So um, did she start from top to bottom? I don't remember. I don't remember that part. But what I did do at the end of our session, I recorded a voice memo like 15 minutes or less after she had left my house to record everything I wrote and journaled about it um, and just sat with it before I couldn't help myself but to take to Instagram and tell Instagram what Nicole brought into my life and shared with me and allowed me to kind of see. And so that's what I'm going to share with you. Um, so during the entire experience, I was completely comfortable because um, my bed is comfortable, but also physically I felt really good. That entire day, my lower back was killing me, killing me. Um, since the accident, I've stopped popping pills for pain because I don't have time. Um, and it was at this point, it's just over the counter pills and I just feel like that's a waste. So I, I don't take them. I stretch and bend and flex and move and um, lay on like firm spaces. But I had stopped taking medication for my pain throughout this Reiki experience um, I was very comfortable. And at that point I wasn't sleeping in my bed because it was too soft. So for me to have, to, for, so for me to have been laying in my bed comfortably was really nice. At the end of the Reiki session, I got up off of my bed, um, standing, I felt good. And for the duration of the evening, physically, I felt whole, I felt strong and I wasn't in any pain. And, um, when you've been uncomfortable for a really long time, being pain-free and um, free of discomfort is a huge win. And so that was a, that was a really big for me. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually play the voice memo that I recorded that evening after she left. Um, and because I want you to hear exactly... Um, where I was, and then I'll expand on on different thoughts and ideas of that um, once it's done. So this was that Wednesday, uh, March 27th. Today is Wednesday, March 27th, and it's 7.05. Um, I just completed a Reiki session with Nicole and... The session was very relaxing. Um, at the end, I was at peace. I felt affirmed in my thinking, and um, I now feel equipped to move forward with with power and in my power. It was really pleasant to hear that uh, my energy was well. 
um, through many transitions um, over the course of the past, I don't know, 12 to 24 months, um, I can finally say that I am in a space of peace and calm and that spirit is using every vessel around me to awaken me to my true purpose. And that is something that is very exciting and necessary. Um, We talked about my throat chakra and my third eye needing to asking spirit to allow me to see things to be able to verbalize my visions and my dreams and everything um it was just really affirming to know that regardless of whatever direction I take that the ancestors are protecting me and that I'm always safe and that I'm always okay also to know that the feeling of restlessness that I have within my career is real Um, also that it has become my identity and that there's so much more to me. And I've been feeling that. There have just been a lot of opportunity um, opening up for me that has been very beautiful to feel. Um, I went into the session wanting to just let go, let go of people, let go of places, let go of things, let go of old thought patterns, let go of all things that no longer serve me to make room. And at the end of my session, I felt the surrender. I felt the surrender and it was absolutely remarkable. Uh, Nicole's energy is amazing and beautiful and safe and She is a healer who is going to do so much magnificent work, and I'm grateful that she offered the service to me and that um, she made it happen for us. Yeah, so that's what had happened. (laughs) That's what had happened. Um, That's some good shit, right? So, um, that was my first hand, like, account sharing what happened, like, right after she left. Those were the things that came up. Um, in addition to that, to really get to the nitty gritty of, like, her gift and her power, um, there are some very specific things that came up. Um, for example excuse me, the bit about my career being my identity, uh, me being very structured, me being very logical. There were some pieces that came up about me needing to be less structured 
me needing to go with the flow and following my intuition. And so my story goes, um, like my life started to shift and change at 30. Um, when I was 30 years old, um, there were definitely times where I didn't, I really didn't know like why I was here, like what my work was supposed to be, um, what the hell I was doing. I had no idea how to find it. And, um, during that time is when I started practicing Buddhism. Um, I started chanting and going to meetings and things like that. I'm really feeling, um, I started to feel like I had some control. And um, my conversations and my prayers, um, growing up Baptist, Christian, um, I just talk out loud. Even when I was younger, I'm like, you need to bow your head and close your eyes and get down on your knees. I would just talk to God wherever I was, asking questions, requesting things. And that's that's who I am as an adult with spirit, with the universe. Um, I still chant in front of my my Gohanzen. Um, I still go to church and pray, um, and I still reference God and listen to gospel music. That's a huge part of who I am as a person um, in my practice that I have chosen, um, that I resonate with. That works for me has has been Nietzsche and Buddhism, and so that's what I've been doing. And with that, uh, when I was 30, I started attending meetings, I started chanting. That's when manifesting became a real thing for me, because I was I was... I needed to transform my life. I needed to transform my life. I needed to be bold. I needed to show up, stand up for myself. And I started asking for things and being very, very clear about the things that I wanted. And you're talking about expeditiously, things were being executed off of that list. Um, And I also heard spirit telling me that I needed to do one thing to get another because there are people in my life that didn't need to be there are activities in my life that didn't need to be taking place um there were thought patterns that I was exercising that weren't serving me at all that I had to x out of my life before spirit was going to give me anything else and once I followed suit the world just opened up for me and the world has continued to open up for me um and With that, um, human resources has been like my refuge, my safe place. I'm really good at it. Um, I'm actually really decent at people. And I'm not even going to do that to myself. Yesterday I was at um, breakfast with a friend of mine and she called me the queen of HR. And I kind of blushed and did this little thing. And I'm like, I am kind of lit at this, you know, like this is, this is my shit. Um, This is my lane, um but it is not the totality of who I am as a person. And I have been feeling like that. I've been feeling like that. And I hadn't said anything out loud to anyone at all. Um, Not even like my closest friends about kind of where I was and feeling restless in that. And so for Nicole to come into my house and to call that out was astonishing for me. And I keep using the word affirming because it, it is something when it's out there now. So it's like, okay, so you've been you've been made you've been found out now what 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 to do now and so um there are so many things that i do and so many things that i want to do um and i allow myself certain passion projects like this podcast um like controversy but there's so much more that i don't do 
Um, and I can't even say that it's out of fear. It's just because I don't know where I'm headed. And someone who I value in so many ways said something really, really, it was profound to me um, this morning. As a matter of fact, she was listening to a podcast and then I was asking her, like, what's your, what is your, what are your thoughts on my podcast? Like, speak to me and critique me um, as if you don't know me, uh, because she's pretty good at that. <laughs> telling the truth and so he said your podcast is soft like Sunday morning your tone reminds me of flowers if they could talk it's relaxing although the topics can be heavy it's necessary and fundamental to people who love words it should be listened to early mornings when mentally we are the most soft before the day introduces us to the outside world and then she said I need you to really feel your value to the community. You are purposes filled. Trust the process and do not seek the outcome. If you create the narrative for an outcome you want, you'll fail yourself. Always chase the process. You'll forever be wealthy in mind, body, and soul. And that is it. With the work that I do outside of corporate America outside of human resources it's all spirit work it's all community driven and and I found myself having a lot more fun just being in the now just creating in the now doing for the now and of course when planning all events because they require venue spaces there has to be some thinking ahead but not so far ahead but what's been happening with me doing that visions have been coming to me I have been dreaming so much and it's annoying because I think that's why I'm so tired the last week I've dreamt something every single day I normally don't dream (sighs) so back to the Reiki session um the throat chakra the third eye I remember her touching my feet and asking for the ancestors to continue to guide me. Guide me. And that's my alarm. Because I definitely thought I was going to sleep in until 9 o'clock. Which is a joke. Because I've been up since 6.30. Um, something else that I thought was really interesting. We talked about my sacral chakra being closed. I was like, damn. I should close like down down um and with that causing blockages so what had been happening the week prior to me sitting down laying down um, doing this session with Nicole I was having a really difficult time talking or being able to communicate clearly what I was thinking what I was feeling and Nicole was like yeah it's because your shit's blocked You've been depriving yourself of pleasure. And if you know me, you know I don't be about that <laughs> at all. And um, she was like, and I don't mean just like sexual pleasure, like your shit, your things, the things that your kink, as AJ would call it. Like you've been depriving yourself of your pleasures. You need to, to appoint a day to give yourself the things, whatever those things are. And um, I've been having 
like all of my conversations are aligned. All of my friends are in cahoots. I don't give a shit what y'all say because the conversations that I have with people here in Los Angeles, across the country, as far as like Baltimore, up to the Bay Area, like people that aren't even connected, the conversations are linked. They're linked and I could merge them and blend them together and the the end result and message would be the same. And so that's why I mentioned in that memo when I first was sharing, like every vessel that spirit can use, spirit has been using. Like hear the message, hear the message, hear the message. I'm going to force feed you this shit so that you know that it's not like a coincidence. This is for you. And with that, um, the sacral shocker being closed and the pleasure, of course, the first thing that I thought about was sex. Um, and I have just decided to take sex off the table. Um, aside from a, a, a palate cleansing exercise that happened, I don't know, a couple months ago, I, if it's not me, it's nobody. Um, which is not bad. Really good, actually. Um, that self-care episode is coming soon also. And so, yeah, with that, I have taken to spirit. I've taken to what Nicole's had to share with what she um, received through this healing work. And I've gotten to work. And I'm manifesting the fuck out of everything. And it's not even scary anymore. It's not even scary anymore. And then also... Um, speaking of Nicole, she facilitates a space in Los Angeles, the Ayaba series. Um, it started in Chicago, there in DC now, and also in Los Angeles, where it's a sister circle where you come together. And I've only been to one, so don't quote me, but um, the space is for like self discovery and healing in a space um, for Black women. And um, it's so fucking beautiful. If you're in Los Angeles, follow the Ayaba series or follow Nicole Nicola Duval is her name on Instagram. And in that space, I allow myself to be mad vulnerable, but that's nothing new to y'all if you listen to the podcast. But being vulnerable in spaces face to face with other black women who are struggling or working through a lot of the same things that I'm working through for accountability. And so since that series, which was Wednesday, I've had two business meetings with my business partner and the ideas are flowing and I'm writing everything down and I'm doing everything that I say I'm going to do. And you want to know why? Because my chakras are opening up and a bitch is doing her work and I'm manifesting all of the goodness that I want, all the goodness that I deserve and all, all the goodness that others will reap as a benefit of me just doing my work. And so... I say all of that to say thank you, Nicole, for having your gifts, um, being open to know what they are and for sharing them and for sharing them for healing for this community. Um, I was feeling very stuck. I was feeling very stuck. And through that session, so much has opened up and will continue to open up. And I feel really good about it. I feel really safe in it. I'm settled in it. And it's it's wonderful. So that was my Reiki experience. Um, 
And for those of you who have questions about the specifics on what it all is and how it is performed and what you are to experience, there are parts of that I left out on purpose um, because I want to speak with the professional. I want to ask questions of the practitioner, of the healer herself. Um, And so I look forward to sitting down with her and interviewing her and her sharing that information with you all. Before I go, um, I'm excited to announce that I have another controversy coming up in two weeks from today on April 28th. I literally, the last controversy was lit. Um, My friend Chris is the owner of the Cigar Roller Academy in Los Angeles. And he so graciously allowed me to host my event at his space on a Sunday. Um, I think there were 20 people who showed up for the event. And this one was Controversy Let's Talk. I took topics and questions from the group, tossed them in a mason jar, and we went in. And it was really good. I'm so proud of myself um, because prior to the event, I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to do it. I had one date in mind, and I couldn't couldn't get the space that I, I had on that day because it was booked for something else. And that was a date that worked for everybody that I invited. Like it would have been just like packed out. And so when I couldn't get the date and I sent the following weekend out, a lot of people were out of town and were busy. And I was bummed because you can't have controversy without people. And um, but then there were still a good chunk of people um, who hadn't who had never experienced it before that could come. And I was like, well, that's not fair for me not to do it because, you know, so-and-so can't come or, you know, this chunk of people can't come. Like, that's life. Everybody's not going to always be available. You just have to just show up and whoever's meant to be there will be there and they'll get what they need to get. And so I had a conversation with my BMFF and she was like, what's going on with you? Like, you want to cancel everything? Like, what's happening? And I was just having like a day and she was just like, All you have to do is just show up, like, just do it. Everything else is going to be fine. Like, have you not noticed that about who you are? Like, and that's also been a thing that's been coming up. Always okay. I'm always going to be okay. Always going to be okay. I'm always safe. I'm always provided for. I'm always loved. I'm always blessed. Always and always. And so it's feeling like church up in here. But so I did it. I had the venue, I had um, the food, and beautiful women showed up with their intellect and their self-awareness and their respect for others, and we chopped it up for a few hours, and it was really good. I had some really, really great and positive feedback from the event, Um And one of my friends was like, can we do this every month? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, I would love to if I could host it at my house. Um, But venues are very expensive. And so that's really been the driver behind me not hosting them as as frequently as I would like. And she was like, so what if I get you a venue? I'm like, what? 
cut it out. And here we are having controversy in two more weeks because I have someone in my life who loves what I'm doing and supports what it represents and what it is for her and got me a venue for two weeks from today. And so I am joyful um, about what else is going to happen because that's just one of the few things where I've just been like, I want to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to work what I have for now and spirit, I just need you to meet me. And spirit's like, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Um, so if you're listening and you're looking for a sign, this is it. If you're listening and you you need to be encouraged, here you are. Um, it really is that easy. You just have to do your work and show up. And, and beautiful things can and will happen. Um, I want to share another story before I go. Um, first, I want to start out by saying to my friends, my sisters, my lovers, my tribe, you know who you are. I, I just really want to thank you all. Um, this The love that I receive from my people is a love that I have prayed for. I've prayed for, like, y'all love me so big. Um, and it feels so good. It feels so good. Um, on Friday, I took the day off to participate in a birthday surprise. I love birthdays. And my friend Janelle, um, also known as Odd Culture on Instagram, her and I have been connected since 2000. And 12, um, I hired her for some graphic design work, actually 2011, because the flyer was made for January 2012, so we met in 2011. And I'm going to go back and see if I can find like the first message on Facebook. But yeah, so I would um, posted about a need for a graphic designer on Facebook for a flyer that I needed for an event and a t-shirt line that I wanted to create with someone and um, was given the recommendation and started working with Janelle and um, affectionately started calling her AJ. Um, that's her nickname because she's awesome in every definition of that word. Awesome Janelle. Um, she now has other nicknames because she's like, that's my baby. So yeah, we worked on this project together, these projects together. She created my flyer for the first like big event that I, I wanted to do uh, when I was in partnership with um, an old friend for this like entertainment group idea that we had. So she did that. And um, we connect, we've stayed in touch over the years from Facebook, then moved over to Instagram. And within the last six months to a year, we've gotten really close, like daily... Uh, voice memos, DMs, text close. And I adore her. I I adore her. Like, there are not enough words. And we do this, like, love fest thing regularly. Um, I, I just adore her. She sees me. I see her. I. She's so light and beautiful and wonderful and sincere and genuine and authentic and um, intentional and aware and giving, and kind, and sweet, and hysterical, like hilarious, and animated, um, and intelligent. She's just all these things. 
Um, so a birthday surprise, um, another person that I'm just like, I love you is Boone and Boone surprised Janelle with a surprise trip to Los Angeles. It's her first time here in LA, surprised her, um, for her birthday. She had a birthday lunch out here. Me and another friend were there waiting to surprise her on her birthday. And that was the first time that we met after knowing her for seven years in the interwebs. And there were tears. There was some ugly crying. And shout out to my setting powder because my makeup was still intact after that. Um, It was beautiful. And so I've been spending time with her Friday, Saturday. We have plans today. Because um, I'm trying to get all of it before she heads back to um, her state. Um, but of course, I've already made plans to fly out to go see her next month because that's just the kind of person that I am. But I love my friends. I love my friends. And sometimes it is, it's astonishing to me how people love me. Um And that's like my own work, you know. Um, And really, what's really, really honest is I don't really have issues with like shame or like guilt or or any of those things until like last year. Um, And so prior to that, in friendship spaces anyway, I knew that I deserved love. And my friends are the reason why um, nobody can talk to me because they're so good to me. They're so good to me, and I only desire and hope to be just a reflection of of that to them as they are to me. And so, yeah, this is just me being me again. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, this is a normal occurrence, a regular occurrence. It's just me loving on the people that love me back out loud. So that they don't ever not know what it is. Um, And if you don't have that, come get some. I got it to give. I got it to give. And with that, and my little little closing note, um, somebody called me a vibrational snob recently. And I was like, that's facts. That's big facts. Um, I've kind of been like dilly-dallying on little apps and stuff, as you guys have heard in previous episodes. And I have since stopped doing that um, because I've been allowed to start meeting people face-to-face like regular people do. I never really was successful at that. Um, But that's been happening a lot more lately. I go out and I actually make like human connection face-to-face. Like, what a concept. Um, and I'm still doing it on social media, but I think I'm just putting myself out there more and there have been more spaces facilitated where I feel like I should be. And so I'm meeting more people. So that's really beautiful. So I'm not doing the, I'm not doing the internet thing as much like on the app things. Right. And I was meeting people and, um, very attractive, very attractive, like real fine, like fine, fine. And the packaging was nice, but the the insides were empty and that's out. Like, I don't need you to be perfect. I don't, you don't need to be perfect for me to love you. I saw that post on Instagram. Like, I don't need, you don't need to be perfect for me to love you. Um, you do need to love yourself though. 
you do need to love yourself. There needs to be some level of self-awareness. Um, and you need to be doing the work because I'm done doing it for you. Um, and I always feel like if you just love people, they'll, and I can't, you can't, I don't, I can't, um, you can love people all you want to. They don't love themselves. It's not about shit. And, um, and this is not me saying you need to have it all together. Cause hi, hi, nice to meet you. I'm not together. I'm not together at all. Like in some areas, I'm definitely doing my thing. And in other areas, I'm still working. And then there's like relapses. Hello. Where you're just like, I thought I was mastering this. And then life happens. And you pick up, you dust it off, and you keep going. Like, that doesn't negate everything that you've been doing. I say all that to say, like, I'll be that. I'll be a vibrational snob in the sense that um, energy does matter. Um, And if I feel like I'm the only person doing the heavy lifting emotionally, spiritually, physically, all of that, like, I don't need that. Um, Fortunately... I, there's an abundance of love that I receive from a lot of people. And I feel like love is just never ending. That's why I said, if you need it, come get it. Just make sure that you're meeting me. You're meeting me there. You know, let's, let's share in this experience. Um, oh, and my AJ's texting me right now. We going to breakfast in two hours. Oh, Sorry. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. His uh yeah, Reiki with Nicole, part two coming soon. I hope that you guys have a beautiful week. Um it's spring and it's beautiful here in Los Angeles. The weather's been wonderful. Connect with me, reach out to me, um, Instagram, Cavalier Lush. The website, CavalierLush.com, Controversy, two weeks from today. There are 10 spots available. The only way to secure your spots is by paid RSVP on Venmo. Um, once I am sold out, there will not be room. This space that I got is a boutique. Um, it's a beautiful space, uh, very intimate. So this is going to be a much smaller event. So if you're interested, reach out to me. Let's get you in there. Let's connect. Um, I love you all real big, real, 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 real big. It's Sunday fun day. It's something about Sunday. Have a beautiful day and I'll be back with y'all real soon. Peace.